my fucking god. Happy Friday, motherfucking 13th. I mean, that's not when this is coming out. That's just when we will record. Actually, who knows? This might actually be. I don't fucking know. This one's uploading, so it could technically come out on a Friday the 13th. Who the fuck knows? That could be interesting. We'd record it on a Friday the 13th and release it on a Friday the 13th. When yeah. is the next Friday the 13th? I actually don't know. I uh, can't say. I'll look it up. It kept on just being this one, and now I'm like, oh, this one's here, so... Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Let's see. Oh. That's funny. Friday the 13th. Day, which is today, and it says location, Earth. <laughs> when I googled it. Earth. Earth. Mm-mm-mm. All right, and then it's in November. Oh, November. I feel like, okay, that makes sense. No. Friday the 13th. November. Maybe this will come out in November. Who knows? Maybe. I sure don't know. I can't predict that yet. You can't? Why not? It's because I'm not the editor or decider of when this comes out. And I was going to do all that, like, planning and decision-making shit when you came down, like, next week. And now, thank you, coronavirus, you're probably not going to be able to do that. Oh, uh, well, yeah, okay. Well, at least not next week. I mean, eventually, hopefully. But... Okay, that that's very true. So, if this does come out in November, there's either probably two options. is A... Things have calmed down a little and the coronavirus has gotten under control. Or B, it went away with warm weather and now the cold's coming back and everyone's dead. Well, I thought Trump was always right, though. And it will just all go away in April. But when that happened with, like, the whatever flu that caused a pandemic, um, Mm -hmm. it did go away for a lot of people in the summer. And then came back in the fall and killed like way more people. Soon as that is back, not comforting. Yeah, that's what happened last time. But hopefully for us, it just buys like our scientists more times time to figure it out, even if that's what happens. And then maybe yeah, because we'll that that is not comforting one bit. <laughs> well, that's what happened. History's not comforting. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. We have a lot more science now, so hopefully, you know, there's a lot of doctors working on stuff to help treat it. Hopefully, someone figures some stuff out by then. That's a big hope. Yes, it is! But there's not a whole lot else I can do. (laughs) (laughs) I can research crime. So, this Friday 13th hasn't been as bad. But we're still getting there. It's only one. It's only one. But I ordered from freaking Grubhub donuts and my fucking driver stole my goddamn tip, which was a $9 tip, by the way, because I'm just, I feel like those people, you need a tip for fucking fucking drivers, all right? And what happens? My fucking donuts never show up. I was like, 
are you serious? He never came by, never called, never texted. I'm like, what the fuck? So well, I, he, he got a tip, good tip and donuts. Like, who doesn't what, what else does that? he need, right? Yeah. <laughs> God. So then, like, I contact Grubhub and they just reorder it. Fine. Yeah. I still want my motherfucking donuts. My kids are yelling at me for donuts. And I'm not leaving my goddamn house because it's Friday the motherfucking 13th. And I originally planned on having Instacart just deliver today. Oh, but they're like super backed up and I can't get it till Sunday because, you know, fucking everyone's out of goddamn toilet paper. (laughs) Well, if they are, they can't get more right now. Seriously. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm ordering donuts this morning. And guy comes off, drops it off, and he drops me off a motherfucking sandwich. I'm like... (laughs) God damn it. What are you trying to tell me? Are you trying to tell me I need to be more healthy? I mean, fuck. <laughs> well, that depends even on what kind of sandwich it is. There are plenty of sandwiches that are just as bad for you as donuts. I guess that's true. I don't even know where it was from. Like, I just, like, opened it up. I'm like, this is a fucking sandwich. Like, it didn't, it wasn't, like, in, like, a firehouse bag or anything like that. Like, it was in a, like, a bag, just a bag. So, it's probably somewhere local. But anyway, I was like, fuck. So do you think goddamn donuts are missing? Do you think somewhere someone got your donuts when they wanted a sandwich? God. Well, then they're, if they did, they'd be like, well, there goes my day. Okay, this is a sign from God. Lori Daybell. Oh my gosh. I don't think Lori Daybell has donuts or sandwiches right now. (laughs) But she claims she's a god. (sighs) (sighs) anyway i contacted the driver and he brought it back so when he switched it i'm like thank you he's like don't touch the food i'm like i didn't touch it i just opened it and saw there was the wrong one oh my gosh don't touch the food that's what he texted me (laughs) (laughs) i was like thanks so I did get my donuts and they were amazing, by the way. Good. Shout out to Donut Boy. So local bakery. Just trying to triangulate my location again. Yeah. Pretty fucking fantastic though. This morning I I ordered we had we ordered two each and I got a blueberry cheesecake donut and a key lime pie. And I just ate the key lime pie one for now. It's still right. fantastic. I'm going to make a pie for tomorrow. Because tomorrow's yeah, pie day. Buddy. National pie day. Whoop, whoop. Oh, and then and- we get a call saying that we need to go take Dustin's dad to the motherfucking hospital because he might have the motherfucking coronavirus. Happy motherfucking Friday the 13th. Yeah, the worst thing that's happened to me today is I accidentally bought the wrong kind of soda. So now I have to take it back to the store. I already bought new soda, but it was at a different store, so now I have to go back eventually to the other store. Maybe I'll wait till they're back in toilet paper. <laughs> Do a two-for-one. I got toilet pa- Can I switch out this Mountain Dew for some toilet paper? Exactly. And they'll be like, no, the toilet paper is worth more than your life right now. No, that's hand sanitizer. Oh, yes. I no, have that's only worth a Dodge Charger. I have plenty. Oh, my life's worth more than a Dodge Charger. 
Yeah, like there was there was this thing on Reddit that had like a box of hand sanitizer, and he's like, "I will trade for a Dodge Charger SRT twenty two, no exceptions. I know how much this is worth." Oh my gosh, so funny. Yeah. So. Yeah, the world's gone mad. Gone fucking crazy thanks to goddamn Rudy Gobert. Fucking Rudy. He certainly didn't help. That whole thing he did with the spinning on the microphones, that was... Oh, he didn't... No, he didn't spin on it. He just touched him. He lit... He, there was saliva on his hands. He was just, like, going through and he was joking around, like, oh, yeah. Not thinking that seriously he like, was going to... I'm not it. afraid of the virus. Well, he didn't know we had, like, and at that time, he didn't even have it. But still, isn't it ironic that he did that, and now he got the whole NBA canceled? What the hell did you do to your lip? Loki. What the fuck did you do? Come here. What the fuck did you? Oh, my God. Do you need stitches? No. Holy fucking shit. Hold on. I will show you. I'm going to pull up. Look at this. dog bite your husband? (laughs) No. He jumped on me. Can you see it? Holy fucking shit balls. Oh my gosh. Are you sure you don't need stitches on that? Loki jumped on me. Oh my gosh. On the tramp. Well, like batshit, and I fell, and he like jumped on me, punched me in the face. What do you expect when you? (laughs) You're the one that's like, I want a goddamn boxer. Holy shit, those! Like it's down there too. Right there, little finger. Ow, that hurts. Are you sure you don't need stitches on that? No. Welcome to Friday the motherfucking 13th. Oh, that does look painful. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Ugh. Yikes. Yikes. All right, there you go. <sighs> this is why we quarantined ourselves in the motherfucking house. Do you need to quarantine your motherfucking dog into his kennel? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Holy shit. Look at his arm, too. Hold on. Oh. Um, so the only animal in our house <laughs> that he's allergic to is Loki. Loki. Oh my gosh. And so his arm is all like red and broken out. Breaking okay. out in high. Yeah, he jumped on my fucking head. <laughs> he fell down and he's like, boom! <laughs> so I just have to share this with you because it's a delightful thing I just read. I just see it. It's like, you know, a meme thing. Coronavirus pandemic, daylight savings time, Friday the 13th, and a full moon all in the same week. Who the hell is playing Jumanji? Um, that's a goddamn good question. What? Who's playing Jumanji? Because we got the coronavirus, Friday the 13th, full moon, and daylight savings. 
That's a good question. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Oh, here's one, and it has some germs from Space Jam, and it said these little motherfuckers got the NBA season canceled again. <laughs> I know when, actually, when Dustin found out that, like, Rudy had the coronavirus, he was wearing his Space Jam jammies. I'm not sure if it's better that he was wearing Space Jam jammies or just the fact that he has Space Jam jammies. I found Space Jam jammies, and I was like, I am not gonna pass these up. I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm paying full price for these. These are fucking amazing. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty funny. <laughs> not um, only were the Space Jam jammies, but they are the material that he likes, which he only likes one fucking material for pajama pants. It was destiny. Yes. Or aliens. Or motherfucking aliens, or those goddamn little germs from Space Jam. Uh, all right. Oh, okay, we've talked about the coronavirus. Friday the 13th. Pizza, pizza, pizza! Because tomorrow's National Pie Day. Yeah, and I'm going to make a hibiscus key lime pie. Mm. From my... It's a whole cookbook I have that the whole thing is vegan desserts inspired by cocktails. Okay. And that's where I'm getting the recipe from. Oh, hi, I don't have you. one. What the hell? Oh, but I have a kitty. Sparrow's here. Oh, hi, babies. Hi, Sparse Barse. Oh, you want to come sit on me? You're more than welcome to sit on me. Oh, baby babies. Sparse Barse. Such a cutie. <laughs> He's not scared of the coronavirus or Friday the 13th. He just wants love in this. Oh, that's another thing. I had a fucking black cat walk right past me while I was in the car. All right. Do you want to talk about crime? Oh! Cat jumped off me with his claws. (laughs) 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 Fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about crime? Let's talk about crime. Are we going to talk right. about some goddamn motherfucking murder? We Yes. Yeah, buddy. All right. We're going to talk about Dorothy Jane Scott. You ever heard of Dorothy Jane Scott? Oh, only the bits and pieces that you told me about. All righty. I'll tell you some more about Dorothy. Dorothy was 32 years old. She was a single mother working as a uh, secretary for, like, it was two stores that she did secretary work for, but they were owned by the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was just, you know, doing what she needed to do to make it by with her She was son. doing what Dorothy does and uh, having Toto by her side. Sadly, her son's name was Sean, not Toto. That, that would have been oh. really funny. And she was not like a partier her friends kind of described her as like dull she didn't party or do drugs or drink and she didn't date a whole lot so there's that she was kind of just like this nice hard-working mom like that was her life and sparrow get off my keyboard 
<laughs> so, um, she started getting some creepy calls at work from a man, and he would say, like, really creepy things to her most of the time. Sometimes he would say, like, sweet things, like, I love you, and sometimes he'd be like, I'm gonna murder you. These are not oh, exact well, quotes. Well, that's a big but... difference. <laughs> okay. I love you, and I'm going to murder you is a big difference. Yeah. So he would, like, declare love and threaten her all at, like, different times. Yes. And I love you, but I'm gonna murder you. That's what I tell you every single day. <laughs> I'm like, I love you, but I'm oh. gonna murder you. Anyway, continue. So, and then we, okay, so she said the voice kind of sounded familiar, but she couldn't, she didn't know who it was. Like, she couldn't figure it out. And so, just to prove, like, that he knew where she was and was serious one time after one of these um phone calls she found a dead rose on her windshield what uh-huh i'm gonna mention this was like 1980 give you a gear so it's not like cell phones and like all that it's like yeah okay that's that sounds like something that my dad would have done to court my mom are you serious? Oh yeah, my mom, my dad completely stalked my mom. <laughs> she he completely stalked her and like but brought flowers. A dead rose? To, not dead roses, real roses. They were alive. I mean, they weren't dead. But that makes it a little less creepy. But he like, would just like bring roses to her door, even though he never she never told him where he lived and I don't know about that. <laughs> but the dead rose thing freaks me out a little. Yes. Maybe it was an '80s thing. That's when your parents. The dead rose me. thing is definitely creepy. That is not something my dad would have done. <laughs> it would have been like all full on roses, but yeah, like his. So my dad's dad was a cop, so he would just call his dad, and then he'd get like information, like where girls lived and shit like that. Okay, well that makes sense at least and it's not a dead rose like and then calling her work like i'm gonna kill you oh there's a rose telling her he was gonna kill her he was like will you go out with me yeah that's D- dump your uh, boyfriend that's on a mission he also probably you know told her who he was yeah yeah he did so there's that um this whole story just gives me even more like phony anxiety just so you know fantastic because <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that anxiety. already not creepy what that i always want more anxiety in my life no that's why we have a crime podcast <laughs> to give okay. ourselves more anxiety pretty much so hang on one second i gotta grab this Alrighty, so the night of May 28th, 1980, mm-hmm. Dorothy's co-worker, okay, I'm probably going to say his last name wrong, Conrad Bostron, 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 okay, I'm going to call him Conrad, okay, hi Conrad, Conrad, he, uh, he wasn't looking very well at the company meeting, so Dorothy and another co-worker named Pam Head 
decided to take Conrad to the ER. Okay. All right. Most of the reports I'm finding say that she made a quick stop by her parents' house because they were watching her son to, like, check on her son and let them know she was going to be late. One or two of the reports I've read left that out of the story, but I kind of think she did. Okay. Um, And she... So she goes, talks to her parents, kind of runs inside, does a few things, tells her parents what's going on so that they don't expect her to be picking up her son. Um, And then they go to the ER with um, Conrad, take him in, and Pam and Dorothy, you know, just stay in the ER the whole time, eagerly awaiting for Conrad to be done. Okay. Turns out Conrad was uh, bitten by a black widow. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's never fun. That's what was going on with Conrad, if you were curious. So finally, they are done at the ER, and around um, 11 p.m., uh, they get released from the hospital, and Dorothy's like, okay, well, I'm going to go pull the car up to the front to get Conrad, because that's a common thing you do at the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. So she goes to her car to go and get it to bring it around to pick up Conrad. And Pam stays with him waiting. And then they saw Dorothy's car coming way faster than it should have been. Blazed right past them. Headlights super bright. Couldn't see who was driving, who, if anyone else was in the car. Car just drives past him full blaze. Okay. So they're just like, um, okay. That's not normal. And they wait there for a while, thinking, you know, maybe something had happened. There was like some emergency or something. Yeah. I'm not sure how she would have known that. Like, once again, it's not like they had cell phones anywhere or anything. Yeah, definitely. You know, reported it at some point. Um, So they kind of start looking, and at about 4.30 a.m., her car was found about 10 miles away, burning. Burning? Like on fire? Yeah. God damn it, Dustin. Why do you got to light everything on fire? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine this person lit the car on fire maybe to, like, remove evidence or something like their own dna i don't know okay <laughs> all right so you ready for this to get creepier mm-hmm. all right so dorothy's gone dorothy's car's burned nobody knows where dorothy is and uh so then a stranger starts calling dorothy's parents pretty much every week every wednesday Typically, when Dorothy's mother is home alone, her father's at work, she calls saying things like, I have Dorothy, or I killed Dorothy. He just admitted to it? Mm-hmm. This anonymous person calls all the time, and is like, I have Dorothy, or killed Dorothy, and he just calls every Wednesday for, like, four years. Uh- 
Okay. So, I mean, obviously, you know, they tell the police about this, and so they, like, hook up monitoring and stuff, but he's right. never on the phone long enough to be traced. What? Yeah, so he always says it really fast. They can't trace it. He's never on there long enough. Because, like, back in the eight, I mean, I don't know how it is today, but, you know, it used to take, like, you had to keep him on the line for so long to trace the call. For, like, 30 seconds or whatever, at least. Yeah. So he never stayed on the phone long enough. But he was just, like, calling and taunting them every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Said usually it was when um, her mom was home alone. Although the very last time that it ever did happen, uh, the father did answer. And then it stopped after that. Okay. And um, so then we fast forward also about four years later here august 6th 1984 um there was a construction worker working out about 30 feet from a road and he found um a thing of dog bones but then as he was looking more closely he realized there was something else there Mm -hmm. and it turned out that underneath the dog bones was human remains as well as a turquoise ring and a watch both of which belong to hers her and so they i did an identification and it took some time but they were able to determine it was dorothy um they believed that the body had been there for at least two years based on the fact that the bones were charred and so they're going that date off of a brush fire that had swept the area during that time okay um but because like i said it was several years old somewhat burned an autopsy was not able to officially determine the cause of death. Okay. And then, like I said, shortly around the same time, I don't know, I think it was slightly after they found her, but maybe before, the phone calls from the anonymous caller stopped. Okay. And that's the story of Dorothy. What do you think happened? Who do you think the caller is? Did they have any main suspects? No, not really. Um, you know, like, obviously, the first suspect they always would go to was, like, Sean's father, um, but he was out of state, he had a good alibi, he could prove that he hadn't been back to California anytime recently, there was no reason for anyone to think that Sean's father did it. Okay. So, I mean, there's a couple people, like, as far as theories online go, some people think that it's maybe someone who knew her father and that that's why after the last time he called and the father answered he never called back because they were afraid that the father was going to recognize their voice and so maybe it was someone who was like upset at the father and did that for like revenge okay and then of course there's rumors that you know it was someone who she was dating, or at least he thought was dating her, and he was upset that, you know, her for some reason, or said she was, because some of the calls, what was it said, like, that she was cheating or something, and so he might be delusional and have thought they were dating, and that she was cheating, but all of her friends are like, I don't think she was dating anyone, and if she was, she certainly wasn't cheating on them. Like, so maybe this so guy was just, like, delusional weird. and, like, obsessed with her or something? Yep. So my personal bet, I think it was probably a customer who had seen her 
and fallen for her. And then he just got obsessed and made up in his mind that he was dating her. Yep. There's people that do that all the time. So there's people that get like crazy obsessed and yeah. And they like stalk people. I mean, for example, that happened with, um, there was a big stalker with Madonna and this guy was obsessed and believed that he was like her husband. He like fully in his mind believed it. And he would go on and, and try to like, to, uh, he would break in her house and go swimming in her pool and everything. Jeez. I was watching this documentary on like, cause he was like, they were just doing it on the bodyguard and they didn't even like tell her a lot of the time. Cause they don't want her to worry. Cause it is, it's scary to think that someone like came right into your house. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. So, and then, uh, most theories about the car think either this person was in the car waiting when she went there mm-hmm. um, and either driving the car or probably more popular theory that he was in the back and when she sat down because that's how he got her in the car he put okay. it to her head and t- what do you think tell, tell me what you're thinking because you know if you don't i'm gonna have to talk about aliens god fucking damn it it's gotta be whoever it's gotta be whoever was in the car with her I mean, to drive off a car like that, with that being unusual for her, and just to speed past them like that, someone had to be in her car, and someone was driving. You think someone else was driving? Oh, yeah. I kind of do, too, just because I feel like if she herself had been driving, she maybe would have signaled somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, rolled down a window, or slowed down just slightly or something, so they could maybe see... That someone what else was, was going the- on or something. Yeah. So that they could yeah. at least see someone else was in the car or something. I think maybe she was going out to her car and then, you know, someone probably like, you know, showed a gun or something, was like, get in the car and made her get in the passenger side as he drove her. Well, here's here's one. Okay, this is what I think. Okay, so this person obviously probably knew her routine newer schedule probably knew she had a work meeting okay mm-hmm. so he's probably waiting at her parents house mm-hmm. to pick up her son like she normally does mm-hmm. and then once she leaves again he's like hey that's strange she doesn't usually do this type of thing and follows her sees her car when she gets out and decides to sit there and wait for her i mean we don't know this person how do we know he didn't know how to like hot wire a car or something well or just even wait for her to come out and give him the keys mm-hmm. honestly it kind of to me it sounds like a stalker case yeah it sounds like someone was stalking her and completely obsessed and when she said no even if he didn't mean to he you know accidentally killed her or whatever yeah and then the way to cover his tracks was lighting the whole thing on fire. That or he sense. crashed it. I mean, maybe he crashed it. Well, maybe. he. Maybe couldn't. they were fighting and whatever, you know, and uh, he crashed. Well, and he may have 
ooh, so like crash not meaning to kill her and then she died in the crash or something. So he's yeah. like, crap. I'm like, okay, that's an interesting theory. Like he really did just want to like talk to her and take her out and he thought they were dating and then he the car crashed. Okay. Yeah, I like in his mind, he was like, I'm gonna... I'm surprising her for a date. You know, I just want to take her out for a nice dinner or something like that. And they start fighting. Maybe she even grabs the wheel okay. and the car crashes. Maybe she passed away in there and then he panicked and left. Okay. Or at least like got hurt and was passed out. And so then he, you know, was like... And then he, you know, because before he was like contacting her every week or whatever and calling her and saying all this stuff. Um, but who knows for sure if... So maybe he was calling out of guilt. Like he would call, yes. I killed her. Like, Yep, because I was thinking maybe, who knows, maybe he was calling saying I'm going to kill you, but maybe not. Maybe that just got blown out of proportion because she is dead now. True. I mean, like I said, who knows, maybe he even had like mental health problems and he didn't like understand that the rose was dead. Like he just found a flower and like... Exactly. Interesting spin. Okay. That's or maybe the rose wasn't dead at all. Maybe, you know, maybe that was just blown out of proportion too, because, you know, little things like this can get blown out of proportion, especially with how far away, like time-wise it was and everything. Maybe it wasn't really dead. So yeah, there's a lot of interesting things. Like, I mean, we kind of know who did it because, you know, it's probably this caller, obviously but and maybe he calls directly out of guilt and maybe he's like okay yeah i did kill her and like like has all this guilt but at the same time he's panicking because he doesn't want to go to jail yeah and maybe he really didn't mean to do it not saying it's not that i mean for all we know it could have been premeditated but it to me it sounds like it's a stalker case yeah that's an interesting thing. Maybe he didn't like intentionally kill her and he was guilty. And Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Well, it's an interesting thought on that because I was just thinking about, you know, because I watched a whole thing on bodyguards protecting people from stalkers. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of hit my mind with this case. Yeah. And the hardest cases to solve are the ones that are strangers. Because if, like, no one else knows who this guy is, because he's a stalker. Well, and especially because she wasn't really interested in dating. She was interested, you know, in her own life and her son. And so maybe he had even, like, asked her out once at the store or something. And she'd, you know, been like, oh, no, I don't really date. Thanks, though, type thing. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe he did come around quite a bit. Or maybe he was just even a regular customer at the store. And she was nice. And he thought it was flirtatious and thought they were legitimately dating. Yeah, maybe. It it could easily be something like that. I mean. If you're the type of person. Who knows? Like, I've heard of that before where no one's ever nice to them. And so then when someone is nice a little bit, they get like super over like they think that that person is coming on to them and that they like them like like them even though they're just being generally nice yeah that that happens even in some of these crazy cases they truly believe that they are like 
in a relationship and in love with this person, even though they don't even know them. Jeez. Yeah. So maybe he was just like, oh, I'm going to go for a ride with my girlfriend and we're going to go have dinner. Like, I'm going to surprise her. Won't this be fun? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. It, it sounds like a stalker case to me. Yeah. Ugh. So creepy. Super, super creepy. But that's what it, I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me. Just maybe a stalker case. And maybe if they had, I mean, I know they didn't have this information before, but maybe if like it happened nowadays, they could see that if someone was going in and out of that business a lot and track phone calls and stuff like that. Yeah, no kidding. It's, I think it's a lot harder to get away with murder nowadays. We got technology and DNA, but what's fucking scary is that people are still disappearing. Mm-hmm. Just means people are getting, like, criminals are getting smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yep, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So... If anyone else has any thoughts on what could have happened to uh, to Dorothy, let us know. Yeah, you can find us at crimetheoriespodcast.com, patreon.com slash crimetheoriespod, Facebook and Instagram. We don't have a Twitter. If you want us to have a Twitter, let us know. Otherwise, we're sticking with those. Yep. We would love yep. to hear other theories. And keep fucking going. Yay. Hey, that one actually went almost okay. Almost okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>